What is going on, guys? Robbie here from the Big Red Express. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. This week is going to be a little special. It is WrestleMania week. WrestleMania 37 is on Saturday and Sunday. And as a wrestling fan, I could not go without mentioning it and talking about it a little bit. So we're going to have a special two-episode week where myself and my lovely wife, Katie, who is joining me now, talk and discuss a little wrestling. Katie, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. And I want to make this statement before we get into our picks and what we want to talk about today in the next couple of days. We are recording this the Friday before the week before WrestleMania. So we are recording this on April the 2nd. So whatever happens next week, we are going out of town. So whatever happens in the match card, all that we talk about today is subject to change. Hopefully nothing changes too much, but you never know. It's wrestling. It's a constant flow of energy, and they can change things whenever they feel like. So let's talk. So I just want to make that clear right now that this could all change. This may not be worthless in a week, but we're going to still talk about it anyway. Make our picks, get a, give a little bit of a, a night one prediction on this episode. And then on Friday, you will have our night two predictions as well. So Katie, I know you wanted to talk about this being the first in-person, I guess, where they're going to have fans in the building at Raymond James Stadium and Tampa. It's going to be the first time in almost a year where fans are actually going to be in the building and not watching through a screen. Talk to us about kind of what you saw with what they're going to do for safety and health concerns. Yeah, so last year's WrestleMania was split into two nights, and it was all um, without fans. So this year they decided to have it at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, which is right. where they had the Super Bowl this year. Um and they're kind of following the same thing. So they had 25,000 fans at the Super Bowl um, this year, and that's what they're planning on having for WrestleMania. Okay. But the difference is is the Super Bowl had 30,000 cutouts in the stands, yeah. too. So it's going to be like look watching the Super Bowl, I was like, there's too many people there. I thought it was full. But it was all cutouts. Right, right. So it'll be interesting to see what it looks like without cutouts in the stands, too. So basically, they're going to have everyone five and older has to wear a mask. You have to wear it unless you're actively eating or drinking. Okay. Um, the one thing that I did see was that they're going to hand out KN95s to everybody that comes through the gate. Okay. For free. Okay, cool. So, and of course, they say, you know, like, well, we have our merchandise for purchase. If you of course, get, like, of course. You can, get, you can get like a fiend mask. Yeah, I don't think I would do that. Really? No. Ah, oh, darn. Um, so yeah, everyone gets a N95 okay. at the gate, which will be okay. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, they're also going to do temperature checks, which to me as a nurse, I don't really think is necessary. It's We've proven that fevers right. aren't the only symptom, and some people don't even have one. So right. it's going to be interesting to see how the flow of getting fans into the stadium is going to be conducive to temperature checks. Definitely, because I know in years past, they've always had some sort of trouble getting fans into the building, and that's just with regular tickets. We're talking about a little bit more of a of a process of are they going to have waves? Do there are there going to be times where you on your ticket says, oh, you can enter the building through here and here and here at this right. time? What I, I don't know how it's going to be. Which they didn't mention anything about. So there's no mention of like time ticketing of when you can come in. Right. So I think it's going to be a little difficult to social distance and check temperatures for right. twenty five thousand people for sure. And you see a lot of like the major league baseball 
uh, stadiums not temperature checking, and right. it's probably because it's logistically not going to work. And I, I think I saw somewhere where, when it, for Major League Baseball at least, because their season just got started last week, it, it was just kind of like a you had to have a proven negative test, two proven negative tests before oh, okay. you could actually come into the building. At least that's how it was at Yankee Stadium. Okay, I haven't um, seen anything about that. So I don't. It may be places. different. Obviously, it's probably different in Texas when they had their big opening. But again, that's a different yeah, and story, I think but too, I think it's going to be different for every state. It goes, yeah, for every state. And, you know, they're going to be in Florida, which has already started doing right. a lot more things than other states. For sure. So they're doing pod seating at WrestleMania. It's going to be groups of one to six, which I found very interesting. I would you love, could have a one person. I would love to be the one person in the pod just yes. chilling. And I'd be like, the best. On Ticketmaster, can you even buy one ticket for no, most I, things anyway? I doubt it. Like, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, everything's going to be mobile ticketing. You can't get anything at the box office, which really sucks. If this is your first WrestleMania, you're not going to have like a ticket stub. Or yeah, that's, that's but, true. You know, um, they're going to increase cleaning everywhere. It's a cashless event. So they're going to have, everybody has to use a card or okay. Apple pay or something like that's that. Fair. And then that's, they are going to have a uh, reverse ATM. So you can put cash in and it'll put it on your card or something. Oh. Like that. Yeah. I've never heard of that. I've never. That's interesting. Yep. The one thing that I saw that I thought was interesting is it is a no bag policy. Oh man. Yeah. So pre COVID they had a WWE had a very strict policy on what you could bring in because when we went to a live event, I had to worry about like my tiny purse. Yeah. Like your handheld purse. Yeah. We had to hide the strap of it without, so we didn't have to go back to the car. Right. Right. But now it's no bags, like not even a clear clear bag, bag, not even clear bag. Um, and you can have like a small clutch, but it's like a certain size that you can have. Right. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I mean, I understand why they're doing that. They probably don't want to. And it it may encourage people to buy stuff and wear it when they're there. I, I don't know how that's going to go down, but that's definitely interesting that you can't have a bag in there in there yeah. as well. Yeah, that'll be curious to see how that all works out. But, I mean, I'm sure people aren't going to have a problem with it. I'm Yeah. I can't imagine that. So with all of this deal. being said – would you feel safe going to WrestleMania? With all that, it sounds like they're doing the right things. It sounds like they're doing, if I was in that pot of one, I would 100% feel safe. <laughs> I would love to get ringsides, and I'm sure they wouldn't sell the pot of one at ringside, but I would love to get the pot of one at ringside. Just be the one person, well, just like spreading they out They haven't whatever. even said if there's going to be ringside, though. <clears throat> that's, I that's can true. assume that they're going to have things closer because, I mean... That's a football field. Right. So if you have a ring in the middle of a football field, yeah, you got you to have somebody close. you got to have something, yeah. But they haven't said if it's going to be ringside. Yeah. And I don't know. It'll be interesting. So with that being said, you said you feel pretty safe. Do I, you feel safe going and signing a waiver saying that it is your responsibility if you get sick, that there is nothing that you can hold against Tampa, the bro. state, Raymond James Stadium, WWE, because everybody who buys a ticket has to sign a waiver. See, that's what would that's what would worry me. I feel like more than anything is like, okay, why are you having me sign a waiver? And I get it. It's the coronavirus has been crazy, and yet they have to cover their butts. Like they have to make sure that they are covered, so they don't have a class action lawsuit where twenty five thousand people. This is you hope that this isn't a super spreader event. That is the one thing that you hope that they do everything right. And obviously we may not find out for a couple of weeks 
if the Major League Baseball, the opening season or the opening days of Major League Baseball, if those turn out to be super spreader events. But I do believe, would I go if I had the opportunity? I don't know if this is the year that I would go. I would want to see how how this ran. I would want to see feedback from people who went. And then I would make my decision for maybe SummerSlam in the middle of the summer. I don't know, but more power to them. And I always just enjoy watching it on TV especially for these big, long events. I would rather, and I know this is two nights, and we're going to get into the matchups for night one here in just a little bit, but you know these shows can go on for five, four or five hours. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know if I would want to sit there and constantly be worrying for that five or six hours if someone got close to me. Well, and, or if I wanted to go to the bathroom right. or any of that stuff. I don't know. Well, I mean, you're kind of doing that in... Your that's true. Life. Yeah, anyway, that's a good going point. To the grocery store, you're not with twenty five thousand people. But right. poor journalism on my part. I don't know if the <clears throat> people who have a ticket for Saturday are the same people who have a ticket for Sunday. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would assume they they probably gave you the option if you mm -hmm. wanted to buy both. But I mean, I would assume they're going to have. I would assume the majority of people are going to go both nights, just because. A lot of people try to make a weekend out of it, and I know this is different because a lot of people, you're probably not going to have as big of an international feel to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess it'll just be interesting to see what they do and, and how it goes moving yep. forward. Uh, but, but yeah, that, those are definitely interesting, and I'm glad they're doing what they're doing, not obviously allowing more than 25,000. And 25,000 people is a lot, yes. But in a stadium where it's like holds seventy five to 80,000 people, that's a very small, and like you said, the Super Bowl had that many people, but it looked like a lot more because of the 30,000 cutouts. Right. And I, if I was WWE, and I'm sure it's rained, I'm sure they, you know, the logistics, I would have just been like, can you just leave them there? Yeah. Just so it can at least look like mm -hmm. we have more than people, but who knows? I'll be curious to see if they, you know, if they're piping in any music or if they're piping in any sound effects or anything like that. It'll just be curious to see the feel, but I think it will be nice to have a have fans in the building reacting to things. Like, mm -hmm. what will they do when Roman Reigns comes out on Sunday in the main event? Are they going to boo him? Are they going to cheer him? Because remember, before we lost fans, he was a babyface because he had just beaten cancer again. So, and but now he's this heel, this monster heel, who's like threatening to the Usos that he's going to kill them. And like... So does he get booed? That's that's what I'm going to well, be I most intrigued to see. Until his whole fight with leukemia, everybody wanted to boo him anyway. So now he's they, finally like right. what everybody wanted him to I be. Know. So it'll be interesting. I don't know. But he also had a while in between coming back from. That's true. It was like a year or so. Out, yeah, yeah. When he announced that he was in remission, like he had a good long while of people not booing right, him. And then right. all of a sudden it came back. So. Right. So I guess we'll just find out and uh, we'll uh, have to update you guys on after Sunday and see if that happens. Yeah. So let's go over the matchups for night number one. Like I said, we're going to talk about night number one today. And then on Friday, head back over here on the podcast, the Big Red Express, to talk about night number two. Night number one, the first matchup, and I think is going to be the match of the weekend. And that's the first oh, that's matchup. Bold. That's the first matchup. I think this is going to be the match that starts off at WrestleMania on Saturday. I think it's going to be one of the best matches of the weekend. And it's between two of my favorite wrestlers, Cesaro and Seth 
Rollins. It's the Battle of the Swings. Yeah. And two very technical, great wrestlers. So good. But can we just talk about Seth Rollins taking the swing? Sure we can. that's gold. It is I mean, gold. I mean, and, and it's going to be interesting to see. And you got to believe that he has tried it over the last couple of weeks, tried to lock in the swing on Cesaro and something's happened. So you got to think WrestleMania is going to be the chance when he locks it in and he swings Cesaro. I can't wait, first off, if he can pull it off. I'm sure he can. I'm sure Josh G has been getting him in great shape to make sure that he can swing Cesaro. But I'm going to... You gotta think that we're gonna get like a Cesaro swing of like five minutes during the match, just like randomly just swinging anywhere. You maybe we'll see. I don't know, but I'm really excited about that match, just because I think it's gonna be a great pure wrestling match. As the yeah. story, the story goes in like, oh, Seth Rollins just ha- is being is hate hates being swung by Cesaro because that happens all the time. Yep. Who do you think is gonna win this match? You know, I really think that. Cesaro should win this match. I think it's time for him to get a push, and since he'll be in front of some fans, he'll at least get what he deserves in that. But I'm not sure. I mean, I would be fine with either of them winning it. I like both of them. Well, this is the first storyline that Seth Rollins is coming in to post, you know, paternity Mm -hmm. leave. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm with you. I don't think Seth Rollins needs this victory. He's a hot enough heel no matter what you he can win, he can lose. It does not matter. I'm going with Cesaro. I want to see that crowd reaction. I want to see people get behind Cesaro because he deserves it. And I just don't think he has he's been given the credit that he deserves. So I'm going with Cesaro as well. Yes. In Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I hope that Seth Rollins loses and realizes that the Messiah Gimmick is no. just no. It's we're we're over it. Done. So let's go back to old school. Burn it down. I would be down with that completely. Yeah. So the second match we're going to talk about is one that's been brewing for just a little while. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Now this match was supposed to happen at Fastlane, but because of a pre-show injury. While uh, Shane McMahon was doing some Taekwondo warming up for his match, he hurt his knee and was unable to compete in this match. I think this is just going to be a spot fest. I don't. I, I could. I could see Braun Strowman losing because he throws Shane McMahon out of the ring and his feet touch the ground first. I see Shane McMahon jumping from the top of the cage and then some. On I don't know. I, I just this is gonna be a competitive match, unfortunately, but I think Braun Strowman's gonna lose to Shane McMahon. That's my pick. And I know that just kinda ruined that, but that's just what it is. I think it's gonna be some gimmick. Well, I could give two hoots about this match. Okay. <laughs> this card is just not exciting to me. I'm okay. Just, for that's either fair. night. Hey, that's fair. They're gonna be and I know it's WrestleMania, they're gonna put as many matches as possible, whatever. But I am so tired of the Shane McMahon stuff. Like, I just, I don't care. It just seems like he always comes back for one big match. He has one big cage spot. Or a, or a last man standing or, or something yeah. like that. Because last year, I think he was up against KO. Yeah. And it was an, a false count anywhere match. And they went all over the place. I mean, I haven't really been following the storylines that much, but <clears> I can only hope that, like, 
Elias is going to come and, like, interfere or something. I mean, I'd be okay with that. That match will be over. That'll be fine with me. I don't know. Or, like, he interrupts the the middle of the match with, like, a performance because he yeah. was all about, hey, I want to perform at WrestleMania. Who knows? But, so, who do you think is going to win that match, Shane or Braun? I'll say Shane McMahon. Okay. So, we both got Shane. Again, I think it's going to be some gimmick way that, like, Braun picks up Shane and, like, throws him against the side of the cage with such force that the cage bursts open, he hits the ground, match over, and I think it's going to be some wonky way. I think Braun's going to be dominant the entire time. Shane's going to jump off the top of the cage, do some crazy spot like he always does, and that's what's going to happen. So, the next one, something that I think is going to be an interesting match. It's a debut match for a one certain someone. It is for the Tag Team Champions for Raw. It is going to be the New Day. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods versus AJ Styles and the seven-foot taller-than-that monster in Omos. 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 I don't know. It's, <laughs> We're not I think sure. It's, I think it's Omos. I think, who do you got in this first off? And what are your thoughts on this match particularly? It'll be an interesting match. I, I'm interested to see if Omos can actually wrestle. That's going to be because my biggest he's thing. Like, he's one of those guys that's like just he's almost there like for a, looks. He's a spectacle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we'll see. I mean, you have some great wrestlers in here. I for have sure. to say, I love the New Day as three people. I think it's fantastic. Agreed. And they're great. But I think it's awesome to see Xavier Woods finally, like, getting his shot. Definitely. I mean, when Kofi was out, like, the New Day wasn't really in the spotlight as much because they weren't in the tag um, spotlight. But so it's good to see Xavier Woods finally, like, shining as part of the New Day because I kind of felt like he was just there sometimes. But this whole AJ Styles Omas thing, like, I don't really get it. I don't either, and and I saw some stat that he is the, he's got the most eliminations for somebody that's never entered the Royal Rumble in two. He eliminated two right. people at the Royal Rumble this year, and he didn't even enter the match. Heck, it could have been two people of the New Day. That wouldn't that wouldn't surprise it me. Was it was definitely Big E. Yeah, it and was Big E. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was, but so this will be interesting. Who do you think's gonna? Who's who? What pick are you locking in for this one? I'm gonna say the New Day. I don't see why they would drop it. Lock it in. So, okay, so we've got that. I got a sounder now. Are we gonna do, and I just totally forgot until this moment. Um, but you got the New Day? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going AJ Styles and Omos because I believe the Raw Tag Team Championships or the Tag Team is the only one that AJ Styles needs for that Grand Slam. Oh, okay. So I think they're going to give it to him. I don't think the New Day needs it. I don't think you need a title for this feud. But if they, they're obviously using it, so I think AJ Styles and Omos are going to win it. Omos, I think, is going to go in there, throw a couple of punches. AJ Styles is going to do the fancy, phenomenal forearm. One, two, three. It's going to be a great match, but I don't think Omos is going to have too much to do with it. I have to say, too, like maybe this is just me being lame, but yeah. I hate tag teams that aren't supposed to be a tag team. That's fair. Like, the whole Nia Jax... Um, uh, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Shayna Baszler. It's all right. It's okay. Get it out. I think that's my lame. point. Right, so your point right there. Any, any tag team that's in a tag team championship match, like, should be an actual tag team, right. and not just two people that were like, "Hey, let's get together and try to right. win." No, that's stupid. And it's one thing if they 
if they maybe started like that because that's exactly how Cesaro and Sheamus started with the bar. But then they became, they had this like two year run of being the bar. They weren't, they didn't set the bar. They all the bar. They were made into a tag team, like on purpose. Right, exactly. And that made sense. And they were really good. And I liked them as a tag team. But what's going to make me mad is if AJ Styles goes into this match and does all the work and then. Omos just sits just, there. Yeah. 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 One, gets one little offense. So I'm locking in AJ and Omos okay. for my pick for the tag team champions. All right. So let's go to the the match that I think a lot of people aren't talking about, but that's okay. Well, I'm sure pop culture is talking about it. It's Bad Bunny with Damian Priest by his side versus The Miz with Johnny Morrison by his side. I could care less about this. I don't care about this match. It's a singles match. I think Bad Bunny is still the 24-7 championship. That may change 15 times before this is released. Who I knows? I think R-Truth got it back from Did him, he? actually, yeah. Who knows? But I don't care about this match. I think Bad Bunny's going to win because he's the celebrity, and most of the time celebrities and matches win at WrestleMania. And The Miz, he's a good sport. He'll do whatever it takes. He was in a proposal match a few years ago with John Cena and Nikki Bella, and now he's just... He's put in a comedy spot, which I think is necessary for WrestleMania, but I don't think Bad Bunny's going to lose this. I'm locking in Bad Bunny in against The Miz. And I think I am too. It's just, I better see some actual wrestling. Agreed. That's all I have to say. 100%. So the next two matches we are going to be talking about are going to be kind of the, I think the co and the main event. I don't know which order they're going to be. I hope it is the way that we are going to go in order. I hope Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre goes on and then I hope Sasha and Bianca Belair is the main event because I really do believe that spot belongs to them and they deserve that spot more than anything. Let's talk about Bobby Lashley with MVP and Drew McIntyre. The Hurt Business apparently broke up on Raw, so I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. But I it'll be curious to see what happens with Bobby Lashley. I don't think I don't know. I don't. I really have no idea who to pick in this match. I don't. Th- I'm gonna lock in Bobby Lashley winning because I don't see why this feud should go on with Drew McIntyre. Like I get it. He he got the championship off of him because of stupid circumstances, whatever. But all of a sudden, we have this like feud between them two and then Sheamus was brought into it at some point and then that went away and I feel like they're going to go more towards the Sheamus Drew McIntyre which Sheamus doesn't even fight until Sunday right against Riddle which we'll get to my pick on that but I just don't see this feud going on anymore I agree I think it's kind of run its course even though it hasn't been around for a long time mm-hmm. uh, I was surprised when Bobby actually won the championship from Drew uh, the the night after Yep. or the, the night of fast lane or whatever the case was. I was surprised that, that actually happened. Actually, he won it from the Miz. Yeah, he won it when the Miz, the Miz cashed yeah. in. So um, I, I don't really care about this match. I think Bobby's going to win. I think they have bigger plans moving forward for Bobby Lashley, whether that be Brock Lesnar returning and with fans possibly coming back in the mix. I don't, that is still an option that I think they can go to Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley because so many people wanted to see them fight in the UFC, in Bellator, or whatever, because they're just two big behemoths. And I could see that being something down the road. But again, we'll get into if Brock Lesnar is going to return at any time tomorrow. So what I think is going to be the main event 
for night number one in what should be the main event and I think should be one of the main events for the entire pay-per-view. But I'm glad it's being put on on night one. I think it's going to set the tone for Sunday going into Sunday. And that is Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for this singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair, the Royal Rumble winner. What do you think about this match? I, th- if this match isn't the main event, I'm going to be mad. I'll be mad too. Because that means that the, there's going to be no women in the main event of either night because I don't see the Asuka match being main event of Sunday. For sure. So this better be the main event. I agree. If it's not, I send it back. But <laughs> I think it's Bianca's time. She should win this. However, I'm pretty sad that I feel like Sasha's run wasn't that long. And she's deserved like a good long run, but they just haven't had any good storylines to go with her. Right. And this one could have been a better storyline, but I think they kind of ruined it by making them a tag team and then bringing Reginald into the picture, which I don't yeah, even understand that. I'm not really sure what's going on with that, but I, I, I agree. I think ever since she won the title from Bailey and just, she kind of just like split from Bailey mm-hmm. and made this own this new storyline. And I know Bianca Belair and Bailey had a little bit of a feud there for just a tad bit, not long, but I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. My pick, and I'm locking this in right now, my pick and new women's SmackDown champion, Bianca Belair is my pick to close out night. Number one against Sasha Banks. Who's your pick? Bianca Belair. You love to see it. I love to see it. You love to see it. And we hope you all love to see it because I'm telling you, I think night number one for WrestleMania is going to be a fun one. There's some comedy bits in there, but at the end of the day, I, I don't, I don't think that it's going to be too dramatic. I think a lot of great wrestling is going to happen. I think a lot of theatrics and things like that is going to happen. And I don't know, just looking at the lineup between night one and night two, I'm excited for night one. I'm excited for the Cesaro Seth Rollins match, the New Day match, always fun to see those guys. And then, of course, I'm excited to see Bianca Belair hopefully get her moment. But I think I'm more excited about night number two. Ooh, okay. So you'll have to find out why. Come back Friday. Any last thoughts on night number one of WrestleMania? I don't think so. We'll see how it goes. All righty. We will talk to you all on Friday. Night one of WrestleMania is in the books prediction-wise. Talk to you Friday.